We're live here on Smoke Break MMA. I've been talking a lot about, uh, you know, branching out and doing other things. Mostly I am an MMA podcast. You know, I've had other people on, fighters, amateur fighters, professional fighters. But, you know, uh, I've reached out to, uh, you know, a few different people, you know, a few different categories. And one of those was fitness. And somebody who stuck out right away was uh, Richard H. Webb. And he is... Uh, he has blessed me with the time to come on and talk to me today. How are you doing today, Richard? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, like I said, you know, before we went on, I got a house full of sick kids right now, so I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid it, but I think I think I caught it first, but then I think I got rid of it, you know, really quick because you know, adult uh, kids you don't really handle a sick like you know an adult. So I think I got it, and I just got rid of it really quick. Well, that's that's a blessing, but not for your kids. <laughs> yeah, or me and and the wife. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I looked you up, you know, on Twitter, and I seen you, and uh, I, I looked up your book first thing, your book, and uh, we're gonna talk about that too. First things first, you know, just to give them a good idea, you know, of well, I mentioned fitness, you know, diet and health, but where are you from first, and what made you get into this whole journey of fitness, you know, and Fat burning secrets and diet. You know how how did this all come together? Um, well, I'm I'm from Austin, Texas, uh, born and raised there, and um, since uh, 2015, I've been uh, kind of what what I call a digital nomad, and that's that uh, I've been moving from place to place. I, I sold everything because I could work remotely on the computer, being an author, and then also I do software development, and so. Um, I didn't need a physical location, so I, um, I've been, and I, I found myself now in southern Mexico. Um, but how I got into fitness, um, so I'm 56 years old now, but when I was 43, I was sitting around with a couple of uh, former high school buddies, um, or high, high school friends of mine that are for, from high school, and we were saying, guys, we're in our 40s, we've got to do something you know, out there. And I've always been into fitness. I've always been lifting weights since I was in high school football in Texas. And um, and I did a, a, a bodybuilding contest when I was 22. I didn't do very well, and I never really stuck with it. But my buddies, the two, there were three of us sitting in, um, I think we we're in the Tampa, Tampa, Florida airport. And we were saying, okay, so the two have to choose a challenge for the one that had to do the next year, because mm. we did a trip every every March. And uh, mine was bodybuilding. I had to compete in a bodybuilding contest. <laughs> and so I got in one year, I got myself in shape. And um, I, I, I competed in a, a naturals contest. I was living in California at the time. And I competed in a naturals contest in the 40s division and came 12th place out of 12 competitors. So I looked okay, but I was the worst of the, of the 12. <laughs> but... Which is which is which is a good segue into why I why I wrote the book. So that was 2006 that I competed. I didn't compete again until 2009, and the reason I didn't is because when I was in 2006, I was spending 16, 17 hours a week at the gym, and I thought there's got to be a better way. I'm not, you know, I, I didn't hire a trainer to do my contest. I did it all on my own, reading and and uh, experimenting, and um, I've always done it that way. And between 2006 and 2009, I realized that I could get the same results of spending 16 hours a week in the gym. I could do it in four hours a week. Hmm. And that's 75% savings. That's, I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Right. Um, 
So I wrote the book, and I competed. And um, just to give your listeners an idea of how I did on that four hours a week, um, I went on to to get better and better. At 2009, I competed in seven more contests after that between 2009 and four hours a week, uh, the three three full-body workouts a week, and then do cardio on the other two days, and you don't even work out on the weekends. So that's uh, – and what I'm targeting with the book is really men over That's 50. what I was going to ask because I was – is it, it says specifically – or is it specifically to men 40 to 45 or even older? It's specific I'm, – I'm targeting men over 50, but um, – and the only reason is because I'm in my 50s. It's easy for me to target that range, but – this, I have clients talking to me. I have a woman who's 40-something in Texas that is, is having amazing results. Um, I've had – this can work. When I, I was in my 40s when I did this. Um, I've had people of all ages have success with this program. I'm just targeting men over 50 because I'm 56. So, Right. And uh, the book is called Fat Burning Secrets, correct? That is correct. Fat it can be found on uh, Amazon um, in the Kindle store. I don't have a hard copy yet, but I'm working on doing a hard copy for it as well. Right. And when was it released? 2015? You released it? 2009 was the original. I updated it with a second edition in 2015 with new information. Oh, so you, you've been like you know doing tests and research and studying over and over again for years. Yes, I have. And I continue to update it. Um, and I have a, a blog that I'm... Uh, I'm doing a YouTube channel. We talked about that earlier. And then I'm also uh, have a blog at richardhweb.com. So, yeah, I'm uh, always updating information about the book and, and uh, my research. So, Well, I'm just going to, you know, start this off too with this. And this is, you know, uh, a lot of people wonder this, you know, is it possible to be fit and not exercise? Like, can you eat fruits and vegetables and steak you know but still eat sugar like candy and ice cream you know and stuff like that and still not go to the gym not run on a treadmill you know not work out per se I, I, like you know like if you have kids you know get out in the yard throw the frisbee maybe you know throw the football run a little bit but no hardcore intensive exercise is it possible to be fit and not exercise if, if that makes sense <laughs> um no, it's not. The way you're saying, the way you're asking the question, no, it's not possible to be fit and not exercise. It is possible not to be overweight. Be healthy, right? Should I, should, I, should I phrase it? Is it possible to be healthy and not exercise? Um, yes, it's possible to be healthy and not exercise. Well, let, let me tell you why. Because I have a um, body fat calculator and macronutrients calculator on my website at richardhweb.com. What you can do is you can go on there and you can calculate. And then ask you some questions, and it'll it'll tell you to calculate what your daily your daily total uh, calorie expenditure is based on your lifestyle. Right. And as long as you keep your calories at or below that, you're not going to gain weight. It's 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 not rocket science, and that's what people have got to learn. Is that there are diets out there where people tell you, "We're like, you know, eat this way, eat this way, eat that way." What it all boils down to is your caloric intake cannot be more than your expenditure if you don't want to gain weight. So what's the best uh, best diet, in your opinion? Is it like a, 
a carnivore diet, a ketogenic diet? You know, do, do you find benefits to the keto diet? I mean, there's there's kind of benefits to all of them if you think about it. You know, there's they all kind of have some benefits. But yeah, what, what in your opinion, what's the kind of and perf, do you have any chapters in your, yours? Really, weight loss, right? It's target weight weight loss. No, it's it's targeting fitness. Fitness overall. Oh, yeah. So so, do you have anything that talks about if you want to gain weight, like if you specifically wanted to add on weight? No, not in my book. But but um, basically, on my website again, the body right, fat calculator. Right. There are questions on there, and it'll tell you if you're trying to gain weight. Here's the this recommended we diet. Do this, you ask them about the recommended diet. What I what I write about in the book is basically the zone diet for me. Um, however, I do, um, I do believe in the three body types and that you should eat for your body type. And um, uh, so you could get into keto, you could get into a keto environment uh, situation depending on your body type and depending on, well, not necessarily your body type, but on how you're, whether you're eating less calories in your, than your, um, consuming when you're expending more more calories than you're consuming, you'll be in a keto type diet. So, or uh, ketosis anyway. Right. So you know we we've always thought before you know that you stay away from like pasta, bread, you know stuff like that. If you're trying to a lot of carbs, you know a lot of carbs in pasta and bread. What what about an all carnivore diet like strictly meat? Or something like that. Like, like if you, I, I was actually reading, and I was on this, I think, two years ago or so, where I had steak for breakfast, steak for lunch, and steak for dinner. I had steak all day long, every day. And it was well done steak. You know, I don't like it bloody or, you know, none of that. So it's all well done. Uh, do you see any benefits to that? I mean, obviously, you know, yours is mostly on fitness and not diet, but obviously they kind of go together. But, uh, on your opinion on that, you know, a carnivore diet or strictly that, you, you need other sources, obviously. So, well, you mentioned, you know, the best, but for somebody who eats, let's just say, all sugars and eats whatever they want, like junk food, cupcakes, sugar, cake, uh, chips, and stuff like that, how, how bad is that on you, really? Like, how much of effect and toll does that take on your body? Well, I just think you could even not even use the word sugars in that and just say anything processed. Right. Um, processed foods are going to take their toll on your body. Uh, carcinogen, I can't even say the word, carcinogen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, uh, but just in general, processed foods are bad for you. Um, sugars are generally bad for you as well, um, unless they come from like uh, um, fruits and stuff like that, where there's uh you know, you've got the, the fiber counteracting the sugars in that case. So um, I wanted to go back. You asked me about the diet, and I really do like a 40-30-30 um, a, a where 40 of it is carbs and 30-30 protein and fat. And, um, and that's basically the, um, the, uh, the zone diet. But and that's what I use to, to really work out and keep my, um, my muscle mass. And the reason I, I, I wanted to mention this is because if you keep your, let's say you wanted to lose some body fat, but you didn't want to lose a lot of muscle mass because a lot of bodybuilders, um, and I think bodybuilders are probably the best at this, at retaining muscle but also losing body fat. 
Um, one of the things that I, I think most bodybuilders will do is they will try to keep their carbs up as much as they can, but keep their calorie count less than their expenditure. But um, if you do that, you're going to lose less muscle mass. But if you went to straight protein, as a bodybuilder would never do that, and because they're going to lose way too much muscle mass if they just go straight protein. So is a is lot he, of protein good? Like if you take a lot of protein each day, for not even a bodybuilder, somebody like me, a normal person who doesn't do that, is is it good to have a high, high protein intake? No, I, I, I don't think – I'm not a medical – professionals right, like right, right. i want to tell you the medical professional side of it but it, i think that's hard on the the liver or the kidneys i can't remember which one it is but i think that i i try to stay within like um a gram per body pound body uh, per weight body pound of weight right um or less it depends on what i'm doing what i'm trying for if i'm going for a particular goal if i'm trying to gain Maybe one and a quarter, but that has to, again, balance with the other macronutrients. In so, your so what about like, you, you, of course, I'm going to go ahead and assume you never eat at McDonald's or Hardee's or anything like that. That's a, that's a huge no-no. That, that is true. I haven't uh, been at McDonald's when, <laughs> since my kids were very young, and that was probably 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Been twenty years since I've been in a McDonald's. I think I think that's. I mean, there probably is no thinking about it. That is a huge source of people's diet now. Like if you, especially if you live in town or live close to McDonald's, you you, you just go get a bacon, egg, and cheese for breakfast, and you go get a Big Mac for lunch, and then you know on your way home you might get you know a couple McDoubles. It, it's like part of daily culture now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you when I was when I was living in California, what I would do instead. Um, if I was in a hurry for lunch, what I would do is I would run into um, Avon's, and I think the um, other parts of the country, they call them Safeways. Go into Safeway, go into the deli counter, and they had pre-cooked chicken breasts there. I would just buy one of those, grab a, a pre-made salad, walk out the door and eat. I mean, that's a lot healthier than having them. Big Mac. <laughs> right. so, it might not taste as good on your, to some people. The choices nowadays are, ava are available to, to us. When, when I was young, those type of choices weren't available, but they're available now. Yeah, you see uh, like smoothie stores, you know, and all kinds of – what's your personal opinion on uh, smoothies? Because I, I have uh, one of them, you know, fancy blenders, you know, and I'll take strawberries and apples and uh, yogurt, you know, and mix it all together and bananas, you do you do you think that's a good source, do you, or, do you, or do you think you know smoothies like too too much a day, like maybe one a day, like one smoothie a day? I think those are an excellent source as long as you blend them with fresh fruits. I think yeah. that's a great idea. Oh um, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, yeah. I'm a big proponent. So, do you eat the same thing every day? Like, is it like a routine? You wake up and you have this, and then like, do you have it all set? Is it a every is it an everyday routine for you, or no? Um, you know, I. I like to do some prepping, but my prepping is generally generally around cooking my protein. So, for example, I'll uh, go to the, the store and get uh, uh, three or four big chicken breasts, and I'll cut those into portions that I'll eat, and I'll bake that. And then I'll put that in the refrigerator so that um, I usually like my fresh, my, uh, my vegetables fresh. Um, 
a sweet potato or something like that, I'll cook in the microwave if I don't have time to bake it. But um, generally speaking, I'll eat the same thing most of the time because, you know, I, I eat about six meals a day and um, they're smaller meals, but I eat about six meals a day and I consume about 2,200 calories a day for me to stay at, at uh, the weight that I want to stay at, which is right around 165 to 170. I'm about five, just under 5'7". So um, I know exactly how many calories I need to eat, the protein, the macronutrients, all of that, to stay at the weight that I want to stay. And I'm about probably 10% body fat. I stay at about 10% body fat all, all the time. So. Yeah, I think, um, I think a lot of people get in that routine and don't even notice it. You know, like you get up and you kind of have the same thing over and over again without even uh, without it registering. Well, you know, what's interesting is that that is true. I'm glad you said that because um, I think if you ask a lot of people, hey, if you prepped your meal and you knew what you're going to eat for the whole week, they would say, oh, no, I, I can't do that. But you do. You're right. You're absolutely right. right. People do that. Now, um so, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I pretty closely I eat the same thing almost every day. I'm pretty similar, you know, and I'm, uh, you, you know, I come up with this idea and I mentioned it with you about, you know, uh, documenting, you know, mine. And I'm very simple. I'm very simple, but uh, very, very unhealthy. Now, you're, you're not going to look at me and go like, uh, you're, you're pretty healthy. I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm 24 years old, you know, so I'm not... Uh, old, you know, or anything like that, you know, to have that going against me. But, and do, do you factor in other stuff too? Like, if you ever had patients, or, or I don't really, I call them patients, you have people using your system, right? Yes. Have you ever had them be 100% open and honest with you and be like, hey, I'm, uh, like, something to compromise your system, you know, like, let's say somebody was smoking marijuana, THC, on top of your system, have, have somebody, you know, do you factor that in? Let's say if they're taking prescription painkillers, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of those factors that go in to all that. Have you factored that in, or have you not really had anybody with that particular in, with that particular case yet? Um, I, I've had a couple. Um, I don't general. I don't factor that in in my book at all. In fact, I I pretty much tell them, you know, you need to check with your doctor. Right, right. You know, start a new you know, just as a kind of like CYA. Um, but no, I don't really factor that in. I don't have a lot of people. Uh, I have more people who have issues um, around joints, you know, a, a, as an older right. uh, person. A lot of people have knee problems. And I think that my system is really good in that sense. And the reason I say that is because my exercise program is uh, more like uh, it, it's, you're not, you're not working out the joints, you're working out the muscle because you're you're doing a lighter weight and you're doing slower reps. It's called time under tension is what we use for that. So, Is it like a everyday thing, twice a week thing? Uh, what's the, the schedule? It's a full body workout three times a week. Three times and a week. And then it's, it's a high intensity training um, where you're, you don't rest a lot between, but you, you're going to do one work at one exercise per body part and they're usually compound body parts like for example um you'll do shoulder press but that's also working your triceps so you won't work your triceps out separately um you do or you'll do bench press and you won't work out your triceps separately um 
And then uh, on the uh, the days in between, you'll do that every other day. And the days in between, well, let's say you do the workout, the full body workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. On Tuesday, Thursday, you would do the high intensity interval training on like a, a stationary bike or there are lots of different ways you can do high intensity interval training. So five days a week um, in a row, and then you take the weekend off and uh, you get in about four hours a week of working out. So uh, do you have, do you struggle from like joint pain, you know, and like uh, arthritis or anything like that where you have joints or discomfort sometimes? Um, I, no, no, I don't from like, from that. I have a, um, when I was lifting heavy, I hurt my left shoulder. Mm. I have that issue to deal with, but other than that, no. Have you ever experienced with CBD oil? Have you ever tried CBD? I have not. I have not. I would definitely recommend it. You know, I take it every day. I have a chronic, chronic migraines. I get like blistering headaches every single day and it helps it. It helps with a lot of things. You know, it's, of course, you can get the, the THC-free and the ones with THC, but you can get some with the active, active, they call it active cannabinoids or non-active cannabinoids, you know, but it's very beneficial, you know, like as soon as you mentioned joint pain, I thought of it, because they've got this cream that you can uh, you can rub on your elbow or rub on your knee, whatever, wherever the pain is, your shoulder, and uh, yeah, it's very, very beneficial, you know, people like with epilepsy find it beneficial, seizures, it helps with acne, you know, but... Uh, you might, I, I think I read too that it, every person might react different to it. I've read some good things about it though. I yes, have. it is definitely, I would, I definitely recommend it to you. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, you mentioned your book and I just wanted to touch on that another brief second. Fat burning secrets. It's out right now and what you can get it on Amazon. You can get it right at this moment right now. You can buy, I can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, uh, you can get it on Amazon, uh, $14.99, and uh, if you don't have a Kindle app, you can, I mean, if you don't have a Kindle, you can get the app free for either Android or iOS, so um, you don't need a Kindle to read it. You can read it on your iPad or your Galaxy Pad or whatever, and or your phone, so yeah, and I'll, uh, I haven't gotten a hard copy together yet. I'm working on that. I should be able to get that in the next quarter, I hope. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's got, um, it's a quick read and then it's got picture it's got an appendix with pictures in it. And, um, I'm, it just, it, I, I've had some good feedback over the years and, and I've improved the book as I go. And that's one of the benefits of having it online so that, um, I can update it automatically and yeah, go to the Kindle store, go or go to richardhweb.com and you can, uh, click the link there and you can get to it. Yeah, I've read a lot. You know, I went to your your dot com, your website, and I read briefly. And right away, you know, you can see some beneficial, you know, some beneficial ideas. You know, you can definitely a lot. There's so many exercises, so many diets, and you know, I was gonna. Have you ever tried Alpha Brain? I was gonna ask you that too. Have you ever tried the Alpha Brain? No, I'm not. Are you a big supplement guy? Like, do you still take a lot of supplements? You know, the only supplement I do take is a uh, is a brain supplement, which is called Qualia uh, Focus. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Qualia uh, Nootropic, and because uh, it really gives me some focus, some clarity, and um, motivation. So um, that's the only that's the only. I mean, I take you know some protein powder 
right. first thing in the morning for a workout. But uh, otherwise, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of real food. So I try not to take any supplements, a lot of supplements. So. Yeah, I don't either. And uh, you mentioned, you know, because you said the only, you know, supplement is for your brain. I would recommend Alpha Brain as well. You, do you know who Joe Rogan is? I'm sure you know who Joe Rogan is. Yeah, it's it's his it's his brand. It's on it. It's an on it brand. It's called Alpha Brain, and uh, it's his company, and it's very good. It's it's very. Uh, I don't have you know all of it right with me at this very second, but uh, yeah, just Google it, Alpha Brain, and it'll tell you you know all the the side effects. You know what you can do for it and all that. But yeah, it's uh, another thing I got on here. I, I wanted to get your opinion too. You mentioned like chicken breast. You know, you eat a lot of like real food, like natural chicken breast yeah. or meat. Do you go grilled or do you go baked or does it matter? Like obviously fried, you're frying in oil that's unhealthy. So, are you, do you go grilled or baked or is it all is is grilled a little tricky too? I think grilled's okay. I think that the anytime you you get like burn marks on 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 meat, that's carcinogenic. So I I try to bake when I can. Um, I love grilled food, though, so I will grill it when I when I. But the, the chicken in general, I tend to bake that because we have a, a really good oven and um, a, a grilled steak. I love a grilled steak. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I grill uh, probably if there's there's seven days in a week. I grill probably five days uh, out of the week. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. So uh, we mentioned, you know, sugars just a little bit, you know, and we, we've all seen or a lot of people have seen sugar-coated documentary. We thought for a long time that sugar was, you know, it, basically, is it addictive? You know, did, did you, is it, a, a, they said it wasn't addictive and, you know, you can't really get it. And I heard that one Coke a day increases your chance of getting diabetes by like 30% or some crazy stat like that. You know, I, I, I've read that, too. And the, the other thing that, that people, you know, I, I drink, I, I switched to Diet Coke for a long time. And what, what I read later was that uh, that just tricks your body into thinking that you're going to get sugar, but you don't get it. So it, it has the same effect on your, uh, on your system right. as actually drinking a, a soda. It has the same, re your body has the same reaction to it. But I do think it's, it's an opinion that uh, sugar is addictive, and I think it's addictive in the sense that it, you're, the way your body reacts to it. Do you have a cheat day? Like, do you have a day where you'll have a big banana split, you know, with ice cream and chocolate syrup, or, do, or no? You have no cheat days? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I'm much more moderate now, and I've, I've figured out how, again, how I can stay at about 10% body fat, um, but like for, for today, after lunch, I stopped and had a uh, uh, coffee and uh, chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about cigarettes? I'm assuming no, no cigarettes. No, I've not. I've never been a smoker, so yeah, never I mean, did that. I'm sure a lot of people, you know, uh, I'm, I mean, not a lot of people, but especially like young, younger people now, uh, like cigarettes, coffee, alcohol, that's a huge thing. I... Uh, uh, do not smoke cigarettes at all. I have I don't drink coffee at all and no alcohol. So I have none of those, you know, in my system at all at any time. Wow. You're a purist. Yeah. <laughs> CBD. CBD for headaches. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's about it. But 
I definitely appreciate your time, man. Do, do you want? Do you have anything else you want to go over real quick before? Where, well, before we do go over, I wanted to give you my list real quick and get your, you know, just your re. First of all, like I said, I'm unhealthy, so don't judge. <laughs> well, yeah, you 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 told me before last week that you were going to track yeah. what you were eating all yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I, I told about that app, the Calorie King app. Yeah, I told you. I tracked it, and it's actually pretty bad readings. <laughs> uh, basically, it's down to red meat, steak, well done, which, I mean, you can factor in how many calories. Does it, Of course, bloody, Does do you count blood or no blood? Because I've seen that thing where they count if you have it well done or medium rare or with fat and trimmings. You have to add that in there. You know what? I'm, I'm not that much of a purist. And, and by the way, I prefer mine like medium to medium rare. Ah, <laughs> ah, that's nasty. Uh, I like the, I like the flavor <laughs> of the meat, but um, I'm not a purist. Uh, so I don't really count that in to my, my overall count. Right. Poultry, which grilled chicken, uh, baked chicken, no fried chicken. Sugar, a lot of sugar. I, I eat cupcakes, you know, ice cream, stuff. Basically... I took in over 1,500 grams of sugar each day. I know that's probably horrible, but I'm younger too. You got to factor in that. You know, I'm very, I'm, I'm a little younger. Metabolism is a lot faster yeah. too. Yeah, like my metabolism is faster, burn fat faster. Uh, and the reason I meant I asked you earlier about the high protein intake is because you said about a gram of protein per pound per body weight. I was probably taking in like probably three to four grams per body weight. Yeah, I don't think that's very healthy. <laughs> I tell you, I, I have a I have a high high protein intake. What I, what I've noticed, a lot of fruit though, stra fresh strawberries, apples, bananas, like we mentioned, smoothies, uh, pasta though. Is pop in your opinion is pasta good or no? You, you pasta is bad because of all the starch. Um, pasta is just not. Um, it's not a to me. It's not bad. It's just, and I'll eat it every once in a while. But I guess my deal with pasta is that I have a limited amount of carbs that I'll eat every day, and carbs coming from pasta and bread are very. They're not. They're. They're not nutrient rich for the amount of carbs you're getting. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. So. If, if I'm going to do like pasta for the day, that limits how much, like how many fruits and vegetables I can have in the same day. Right. That's why I don't eat a lot of those. I just like prefer to get more nutrient rich carbs than pasta or bread. So is a, like, is a baked potato got the same amount of carbs as mashed potatoes? Like, is it the same? It depends on what you put on the mashed potatoes, but basically, yes. Right. Like, of course, like you add butter, you know, and salt and pepper. What about right. salt? Another thing is I have a huge salt intake. Is that a huge no-no? You know, I've never had a problem with salt myself. It depends on whether you have a, a, a sodium problem, right. meaning if your body is, is reacting to it. Um, I don't want to say that it's bad in general, but I think as you get older – it tends to cause problems in your body. Um, I don't watch my sodium. I mean, I don't add s salt to everything, but I don't necessarily watch my sodium. Although I'm tracking it because I track my food every day in the Calorie King app, but I could probably tell you what it is. I just don't track it. Right, and uh, uh, I probably another huge no-no on your list. I'm a fast food. You know, I eat like Sonic, Captain D's, you know, uh, 
KFC, stuff like that. So I factored, you can't really factor it in a lot. You can factor it in, but I mean, it just automatically, basically a whole lot of processed unhealthiness. <laughs> yeah. But like I said too, uh, reading your uh, diet tips and your stuff, and you even talked about it, you're leaning more towards 40, 50 year old men. Yeah. Right. But, uh, I, oh, and I wanted to get, did I, I mentioned diet tips, right? Uh, got your diet tips. Wh which one did you say you were on? You're on the... The, the app? The, the diet. Which diet did you say you were on again? Oh, I, I follow pretty much the zone diet, the 40-30-30, where 40% of my calories come from carbs, 30% come from protein, and 30 from fat. Is that specifically for your age, or can you do that at any age, really? No, it's 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 not age dependent at all. Mm. I, I think if you had to guess, you know, and I, I don't know if your book touches this. What percentage? If you had to just guess, what percentage of the population is unhealthy? Is it over fifty? Is it less than fifty? Oh, I think it's more like sixty to sixty-five percent of. Percent of Americans are not healthy because right, we have a huge obesity, you know, problem with obesity and. We do. But like I mentioned we, earlier, you know, it's such a it's so easy, you know, to go to fast food places and just to get it's it's easy to just get candy or chips and fill up on that to some people to certain people. Yeah. So it's interesting. I wanted to wanted to leave you with this that um, this whole week really made me think, and especially some of the things you said today about, um, you know, what if I'm not a bodybuilder? What if I'm not, uh, I'm not necessarily trying to change my food intake, right? Necessarily, not necessarily what I'm eating, but here's what I try to tell people. One, um, there are so many, so few things in life that you have control over. One of the things you have control over is what you put in your mouth. Why wouldn't you want to control that? Right. Right? Now, Having said that, I have a, um, a course that I, I have on my website, richardhweb.com, and it's, like I said earlier, beginning in this, um, in this episode, that nobody eats to maintain muscle and lose weight, lose body fat like a bodybuilder does. So I created a course called Manage Your Diet Like a Bodybuilder. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. To, to learn from this course. In fact, I don't even, in this course, I don't even go into the details of what you eat. What I do is I teach them exactly what you learned this week, and that is to use the Calorie King, Calorie King app. I teach them how to monitor what you're, the, the proportions of what you're eating and the and actually walk them through, okay, now what you're going to do next is you're going to say, if you you take your consideration, take into consideration that you, um, your body type, and I teach you how to do that, how to figure out your body type, right. and then say, if you changed your carb structure and your protein structure to fit into your body type, and not even changing what you eat, just changing your intake of the, the, the macronutrients, that's what I teach you in this course. So it's a very valuable course. You, your listeners could go to um, dietlikeabodybuilder.com and it'll take you to my site and you could register for that course. And it's really a good course just to get you into um, 
into measuring because you know you can't make changes to your diet if you don't measure it first you got to measure it first and before you can manage it right so um check that out where can they find you on twitter where what's your twitter handle my twitter handle is uh richard h webb richard h webb definitely check him yeah. out on twitter do you have a facebook i do um richard a richard webb author uh, you can find that on my website. You can find all this stuff on my website at richardhweb.com. At the at the top of the site, you can find my where you can connect with me. Right, Definitely. and I'm also Richard H. Webb on Instagram as well. Definitely check him out. And uh, he's mentioned at the beginning that he's going to be putting some doing some new stuff on YouTube, putting some more YouTube content out. Going to put one out this weekend, as a matter of fact. So. Richard, I thank you so much for taking the time to come on, and uh, you know what, we might think of some more projects some more experiments we might do and get you on here again i look forward to it thank you for your time thank you man you have a good rest of the day you too i hope you guys enjoyed this smoke break mma health episode health and fitness episode with richard h webb check us out have a good day guys